Welcome to Burning for Marriage. We're your hosts. I'm Christina. And I'm Ryan. And we're the Sages. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and listening. And we are very excited not only for today's podcast episode, but as well as that this is the first time we've recorded that our podcast is available on all major platforms for you to get your podcast. Man, guys, if you would have told us that this this part of it would have been as tedious and slow-key annoying... Mm-hmm. We were just so shocked about how every little detail mattered, but finally we've been able to convert our episodes so they are MP3, which doesn't mean anything to you guys, but yep. in addition, we're able to fix our artwork so we could be streaming on all platforms. So now you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Audible. Yeah, there's more. Podchaser, Google, Samsung. And then Podbean, of course. Oh, yeah, Podbean. There's basically, if you were to search it on Google, it's also on Google. A bunch of options will pop up now. So anyway, we're just excited about that because that yes. was um, weeks and weeks of uh, figuring out how to get yeah. that to work. And all of the messages we got, like, are you guys on Spotify yet? I can't find you on Apple Music. And we were like, well, we're trying, yeah, we're, we're trying. working on it, we're working on it. But anywho, so this episode, we are talking about a topic that Christina and I, I think, has been a major part of understanding each other more in our marriage, in our relationship. Um, in which our pre-marriage counselors put us on to this. Mm-hmm. But it was, we are going to be talking about the five love languages. Yes. Which, if you haven't read the book, there's obviously a whole book on this, and it's something that you can, I highly recommend reading with your partner. Um, there's even like a quiz online you can take of Completely like questions. Free. Yep. yep, free that you can take to kind of get a better assessment of, you know, what love language is. Yeah. Like, more so like you're, primary love languages yes and it doesn't just stop with your spouse i know now they have um love language you can take the five love love languages for you and your your son or your daughter or what you know if you have kids Mm -hmm. you can start to do that and i think there's even one for like now students Mm -hmm. um so if you're a teacher there's like he's adapted so we can start to approach people and like love people where they're at by showing them love by how they receive love so mm-hmm. it's a very interesting concept and yeah, we're excited to talk about it. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna dive in which first for those who may not know, we're gonna discuss what the five love languages are. Yes. So we have acts of service, mm-hmm. there is quality time, gifts, physical touch, and words of affirmation. Yes. And we'll give a we're going to give just a brief thing about each one because you'll kind of understand more about each love language as we talk further in this podcast. But, yes. you know, acts of service is kind of like when you, if your partner does something for you, like mm-hmm. if, you know, they do the dishes, they clean the house, they mowed the lawn, whatever yep. it might be, is just appreciating them doing acts of service that they wouldn't normally do just yes. every single day. Uh, quality time. Yes. It's kind of just one-on-one time you have with one another with no distractions Mm -hmm. kind of um you know and sometimes even if you're doing something together but it's that you are actively 
um, with one another, that yes. there's nothing else pulling Doing your attention away. Doing something, engaging in something. And then there's gifts, which is kind of self-explanatory, just going out of your way and surprising or buying something for your spouse, your partner, that mm-hmm. just maybe you thought about, thought about them. It could be as simple as like a candy bar or it could be something a little bit more extravagant, but just that touch of like, I thought about you and I wanted to get, this made me think of you, I wanted to give it to you. Then also physical touch, and I know everybody jumps to like intimacy, but it also is just simply like cuddling or when you're with, when you're around people, you just like to just be touching it on some sort, whether it's like hand holding or nice hug just at the end of the hug. day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. So just some type of touch throughout the day, and then words of affirmation, just speaking life to your partner. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like. Uh, I, I just, I've seen how, how hardworking you are. You are just an amazing man of God, you know, just speaking life to your partner and yeah. doing it. Kind of yeah. re- receiving recognition in verbally opposed to, you know, in a way of gifts or yeah. um, services in another way. But so, so those are the five love languages. Obviously yes. go take the quiz, go read the book, uh, maybe get a better understanding about what yours might be now. Um, you will figure out what your primary love languages are, but obviously we are impacted by all of these. We're all yeah, capable of feeling every single one of them. I think too, it's just good to remi- to remind yourself too, like God shows you love in all of these ways and mm-hmm. he receives love in all of these ways and he gives you love in all of these ways. So just think about it like that. Like I know when Ryan and I first took this quiz, I... I had words of affirmation and acts of service or quality time. I don't remember. It was one of those two. Acts of service. Yeah. So the first time we did this, I definitely was acts of service and words of affirmation. But as I have, God has refined my heart, I noticed that I was starting to feel like like he wasn't really like when he was doing acts of service or when he was speaking into me, I wasn't, though those are great. They will always feel great because it's regardless that is him showing me love. Mm-hmm. I noticed that those weren't fueling my love, ta- my love tank anymore. Like the way that as God was refining my heart um, I and healing my heart from like things that I've endured. I realized that I had a different love language. And so after I took the quiz again, I found out that I actually am quality time and physical touch. And I don't think I'm physical touch with other people, but I think Mm -hmm. just people that I really, really trust. Um, Obviously, I really, really trust Ryan. And so um, just like his warm embrace, him hugging me at the end of the day, just like knowing his, like I'm the type of person who like when we're in bed watching a movie, I want his leg to be touching my leg at some point, or I need like just to feel his warmth. There has to be a bare minimum yes. of some form of contact. Yes. With us, yes. but in in the same way, because like I think the first time I took it, it was mine was words of affirmation and gifts. That's mm-hmm. just how I always associated, um, just you know, love, and that's how I wanted to receive it. But now, like since you know all the seasons we walked through and where we're at now. Words of affirmation is still one of mine. Like it's mm-hmm. just still, and a lot of times it's a very common one for men. Um, but then it's physical touch is like more so my second. Like there's just nothing quite like you know when I come home to Christina mm-hmm. at the end of the at the end of the day or when we're in bed at night. And so so it's as God reworks like sometimes your marriage, your relationship, your heart, what He's doing in you. Um, and then like I said, it doesn't mean that those other love languages, it doesn't mean that if Christina, you know, does those things, doesn't mean that I'm not going to feel loved Mm -hmm. in those moments. It's just that sometimes 
those primary love languages is just what fuels you the most. Yeah, and like just to to, to emphasize the the huge importance of like as as your heart is being healed by God, and that could be like trauma that you've endured in like growing up or mm-hmm. something that's happened to you. As God is like healing your heart and like taking all of those pieces that were wounded and like sewing them back together, then you're going to see that you're more open to different ways of like receiving love and showing love. And I know that that was big for our relationship is that when we when we saw God just really just come through in the center of our marriage and just heal those broken areas, I was more receptive to like when Ryan was showing me love and I was mm-hmm. also more receptive. I was more receptive to giving Ryan, showing Ryan love too. So um, one of the number one things that when we hear other couples talk to us, Mm -hmm. or if we are, if someone's telling us, complaining about their spouse, whatever it is, one of the number one things that we always ask is, do you, what's, what's your spouse's love language? Yep. Because you can tell by how someone's venting to you. If they are engaging and sharing and loving their partner by um, submitting to their love language yeah. or if they're just showing up with their own. Yeah, because that's a great point because there's a lot of times that if if you're talking about things that maybe you guys are walking through, but if you don't know their love language, then you don't even know how they want to be receiving love from you. So yeah. you don't even know how much better something could be if you just, you know, do a turnaround of how you're yeah. giving them love. Yeah, yeah. So just something I thought of because I was thinking about like some people that have vented to us and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, you can take the quiz and just you can take the quiz is if, if you're married and you are you have never heard about love languages or even if you're dating, just mm-hmm. taking the quiz and seeing what each other's love languages are and then talking about it, actually yeah. talking about it, not just being like, my love language is words of affirmation. Okay, well, what... I, I think like something that like Hollywood always tells us in movies that we need to like surprise our partner and we always need to be yeah. reading our partner's mind. But in reality, like the best way to just be completely in sync with your partner is talking to them about it. And so I know I've told Ryan that like I love that time at the end of the night at nine o'clock when it's 9 p.m. That yeah. means you're in bed with me. It doesn't mean like we're doing crazy stuff. It just means that. I like that physical touch time. Like if he, if we're watching TikToks, if we're reading, if we're watching a quick video, whatever it is, or if we're just simply just talking, I like that that time. And I told him that that's important to me, and that fills my cup. So and vice versa. Which I think uh, it also goes along with just cultural's view of marriage and how culture portrays it. Uh, which we talked about last week, which if you missed that episode, make sure to go back and listen to that. But um, in like movies and shows and what your friends might tell you is like, oh, you just got to surprise them. Like everyone thinks that there's like a one gift fits all or there's Mm -hmm. like a one thing fits all for every single man, every single woman that, oh, everyone likes the same thing. This is absolutely not true. Um, because some people really love gifts and that's their love language and that's what fills them. And some people don't like some people, like I had a man in my men's group who like his wife, like didn't like gifts and like 
And, but that was his love language. Mm-hmm. And so he would try to buy her gifts because he's like, well, that's how I want to receive love. Yeah. That must be how she wants to receive yeah. love. And early on, you used to do that to me. He yeah. would come home, uh, you would come and visit me at college and yeah. he would bring me all these gifts and it would make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I was like, I, well, half the time I was like, I didn't ask for any of this and I would all, I would just feel uncomfortable. Like I knew he was trying to do a nice thing for me, but yeah. like at the end of the day, I was just like, Ah, yeah, and so it's like so. There's also the understanding of yeah, but being open and just like talking about it, like people feel like there has to be that surprise. There has to be mm-hmm. this expectation of just knowing what your partner wants and needs. But it's like you know, you we're not just gonna know. Yeah, you like unless you communicate. Yeah, if call you, it old fashioned. Yeah, but just sitting down and talking about it, and because I think. So many people think there has to be this like romance in it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll, we just discover it. Like, but it's like, you don't really ever discover it until you like try to get to know that person Yeah, and try to get to find out those. I mentioned it a little, but there's a lot of times that it's like, um, you know, your love languages. That's yeah. how you receive love. That's how you recognize love. But it's very easy for us to just assume that's the same case for everybody. Yeah. That that's how everyone, everyone wants words of affirmation, which is true. I'm sure, you know, it's nice. But maybe to your spouse or your girlfriend, boyfriend, or partner mm-hmm. that, like, maybe that's not how they want to receive it. Or maybe that's not how they want to receive it from you in this season. And um, so just knowing and thinking of what do they actually want their love tank fueled with? Yeah. Not what do you want your love tank fueled with? Because yeah, there is good. a difference between those. So we talked about that. Um, so just keeping in mind that whenever you feel most depleted, like for example, like when I was working crazy hours um, mm-hmm. and I was just always feeling depleted. We weren't seeing each other We weren't a lot. seeing each other a lot. In those moments, the best way that Ryan could like speak into me and to really reach me um, and help fill, fill my love tank was by was by leaning into my love languages of quality time. Um, that was huge. I wanted to prioritize quality time during mm-hmm. that time because it spoke to me. It spoke to me. It helped me fill. I, I was already feeling so depleted. And um, but the only thing that kind of leads into our next point is I was re- relying solely on Ryan to fill my love tank. And Ryan mm-hmm. was solely relying on me to fill his love tank. Yeah. And that is simply not healthy, nor is it fair. Bi- it's not fair. Yeah. And it's not biblical because our most important relationship is not our relationship with our spouse. It's our relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if we are not meeting Jesus every single day, every, you know, throughout our week, if we are not sitting with him and expressing love towards him and inviting him into our space and sitting with him, dating Jesus, as weird as that sounds, but making sure that he's our most important appointment, we are putting way too much pressure on our spouse. Mm -hmm. It is not our spouse's job to make us happy. It's not our spouse's job to make us um, just feel all this joy. Ultimately, like we we, we get that from Jesus. Mm-hmm. So um, just reminding yourself of that. Yeah, and because you can look at all these these five love languages and really realize that these are all uh, characteristics that God has. Yep. And just like how he shows his love with service and how he provides gifts and how, you know, when you spend quality time with him, like how, how you feel afterwards. Yeah. And so <clears throat> it, it is a lot of ways of how you are having those love languages like met 
from God's love. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if anything, that's like more important than your spouse, because like you always want to be working on your relationship yeah. with God and you always want to be feeling that because he's, you know, never failing, never ending. He will always be there mm-hmm. and you will always have your relationship with him. And where as much as we love our spouse, we love everything there, but it is, there is still those like kind of flesh moments, but like yeah. that kind of, you know, deteriorate or sometimes we let, you know, the flesh kind of take over at times, but you know, God's love never has flesh moments take over. He is, you know, eternal in how he shows it to you and how he uh, gifts it to you. And so just making sure that that's something you prioritize just as much as um, understanding your spouse's And releasing the idea that marriage is your marriage its sole purpose is to make each other happy. It mm-hmm. isn't. Your sole pur- purpose is to encourage each other to to be sanctified and to get closer to Jesus and yeah. to be more holy. Um, so that is the sole purpose of marriage. And, and I think like culture says that it is its sole purpose is like, what? Why are you not making me feel loved? No, that's not. That's you have to switch your priority there. So just like releasing that and. Um, just picking up what God's purpose of marriage is and what he beautifully designed it for. And then also just like, just making sure that you are just, you are prioritizing your time with God and Mm -hmm. sitting with God. um, So it's not all on your spouse to do. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right. Pretty quick and simple chat today, but it is one that's needed. And honestly, we've had a lot of longer episodes, so it's kind of refreshing just to have a quick little reminder here Mm -hmm. that love languages are good knowing your spouse's love languages or your partner's love languages are good yeah i feel like it's very important to know them because i feel like once you know them and understand your partner and start acting on those because sometimes it's hard for people to make those adjustments Mm -hmm. because we're so used to our love language but i promise you that if you if you do if you make those changes if you really work at understanding what your partner needs I feel like you really will see significant change Mm -hmm. in the dynamic of your relationship because they will feel loved how they want to feel loved and you will feel loved how you do. And, and uh, And if you're not acting on love, you'll never feel it. You mm -hmm. always have to act. Love is a verb. Yeah. And so, but still highly recommend reading the book. Obviously it goes a lot more in depth. We just kind of wanted to give a introduction to this topic to, you know, people who may have not heard of it, who may not, you know, what it may be new to them. Yeah. Um, so obviously f- still go read Five Love Languages. It's a great yeah. read. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in today. And as always, if you guys are loving what you're listening to and you have been listening up to this point, please, please, please feel free to give us a rating and um, a comment or a review that really mm-hmm. helps our um, podcast just kind of lift and get be shared out with other platforms. Mm-hmm. And so we would so appreciate that. And make sure to share if you're listening, you're like, hey, Susie would totally benefit from this. Send it to Susie and we would love, love, love just your support there because as we are sharing more and more, we would love this um, podcast just to continue to get to the hands that God's, the hands and the ears that God wants it to be sent mm-hmm. to. So next week, we are going to be talking about acting on love versus just feeling in love and kind of what that difference is. Just a little uh, 
extra talk that Christine and I wanted to just uh, bring to you guys. But make sure if you haven't already, go follow and like our Facebook page where we post daily content on there, yes. whether if it's uh, sneak peeks to future episodes or whether if it's statistics or books or things that we just really want to I uh, think that would be just great resources that we know have yeah, helped us. Yeah, because sometimes, like, I know the past week I shared two sermons. And so sometimes it can be stuff like that that, like, just has – that spoke to Ryan and I mm-hmm. within that week. So it's just another t- touch, especially if you're trying to lock in and get connected somehow. Um, we try to share out just biblical content and uh, Christian content for you guys to just soak in. So, anyways, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And we will see you. We'll talk to you in our next episode. Bye, guys. See ya.